welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, Plate Mail Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Buckner. I'm the primary dungeon master for Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring Podcast. This adventure was recorded over Zoom. This is our adventure, Spacefarers, The Thing, Part 2. In Part 1, the party had been flying on the ship the Star Runner through space back to the Rock of Brawl when they were diverted by a vision that Arvine had had from her goddess Mayheen. It brought them to a planet that was covered in ice, and when the heroes disembarked from the ship, they went to an ice cave where they fought an ice troll. After defeating the ice troll, they went down a ten-foot passage where they encountered and fought against a very strange alien thing. It was a creature that had dog faces and tentacles, and it seemed to be sort of an amalgamation of other creatures. Once they fought it, it retreated down the passage and they followed it into a room that appeared to be part of a larger base. And they heard some voices coming, and so the party hid behind some crates. And uh, a group of people went over to where the thing had tried to escape out the passage, and they started to uh, put boxes and crates in front of it and use pieces of metal and weld it across the opening. Arvine is just about to stand up from behind her crates to talk to this group of people. And that's where this adventure will pick up. Okay, so I'll kind of uh, stand up from behind my crate and kind of like, you know, say, you know, excuse me, and kind of like, you know, I'll have the swords, but I'll kind of hold them so they're pointing around away with my hands raised. So it's not like I'm in an aggressive posture. Like just putting swords around. Yeah. And then this tall blue bitch comes out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Don't be alarmed. Uh, We couldn't help but overhear you. Uh, We we were sent here uh, with some intent that we needed to help with something. We already encountered some monster that sounds a lot like what you guys are trying to stop. So so the second you stand up and start to speak, they all get very, like, agitated. (laughs) <laughs> they, they, they're, they're startled and they're very agitated yeah. and yeah. Um, as you're saying that the entire group stops what they're doing and they all bunch up together and they move over toward where you are and um, the the guy with the dark hair and the beard and um, the tall gentleman with the with the other like flame device um, although Strax is probably the only one that really knows what they are right now but, but they both yeah. come over to you with all the other group and the two in the front have what look like it could be weapons to the rest of you sort yep. of trained on you yep. it would be easy enough for me if the lines if the telepathic lines are still open to uh, let them know my what what I think those are especially if I consider them a danger it's probably something I would do um, if, if you want to start trying to do that while this is happening then, then mm-hmm. that's yeah. fine um, but, but right now they basically come over to you and the guy in the front the guy with the dark hair says who the hell are you people I'm still hidden, by the way. No, but, uh, but right. Matisse is standing. But those two, yeah. So Just I say, uh, oh, we, we don't mean you guys any harm. We came from a ship. We landed on the surface. 
of this planet uh, maybe, I don't know, like an hour ago, whatever the estimate of time would be. Sure, that's fine. Um, So uh, we were sent here because uh, I had intelligence on um, something that looked like a fish that was caught in the ice. And felt like we needed to come and help and, and see what was going wrong and coming through these caves we, we killed an ice monster we encountered this monstrosity that looks like it contains many things um, we fought it until it was badly wounded and it seemed like it ran off it came in here and ran into the duct so I'm looking at what you guys are doing and I'm wondering are, are you trying to stop it from getting back in because as far as the last we saw it's still here we don't we, want to hurt you. We just want to stop this monster and figure and out why wanna, our why our intelligence sent us here to try to help. We just want to help as much as we can. He says, um, there's a lot of strange stuff going on right now, and we don't exactly trust people. Having you show up in our in our cargo hold is uh, is enough to make us a little bit uh, concerned. Yep. You said you saw it move through that duct over there? Well, the it, it ran away from us. We found it out in the cavern, and it ran away. It came in through this busted hole in the door. I'm guessing that's how it came out to attack us. And then when we came back in here, there was a trail of slime and ichor. We had wounded it pretty badly, so I think it left that trail, and that trail goes into the duct. He says, "So that's a really nice story, but... How do I know that you're not one of those things? And what are those things you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, we don't even know what those things are. It's not a creature any of us have encountered before. I don't even know what its capabilities would be beyond the fact that it was trying to mold around people and it could grab them with tentacles. He he kind of um he kind of looks at the at the dark-skinned tall gentleman next to him and they just kind of give each other a look. And the the man with the with the with the with the beard turns to you. He, he looks very he looks very untrusting. Yeah. And he says, um, "We're a geological research station. Yesterday, a dog showed up at the base. No one yeah. knows where it came from. We keep some dogs of our own, so we put it with the others." The dog was apparently some kind of strange alien creature. We heard the dogs yelping, and when we investigated, the creature was somehow absorbing the other dogs. We attacked okay. it, but it got away, leaving behind the remains of one dog. Okay. One of our team members, Blair, examined the remains and discovered that the creature was somehow mimicking the dogs. Blair okay. said this thing can absorb creatures and then copy them okay bennings was honey go ahead bennings was left alone with the dog's remains and was somehow infected we had to burn him and the remains of the dog we lost other people as well we don't know who is real and who is an imitation how do we know that you're not an imitation Well, we just landed here an hour ago. We're not any of the people who were on your station to begin with. Um, One of our crew has a communicator that would go back to our ship if you want to speak to our captain. 
None of the things that you were telling me are things that a minute couldn't tell us. I don't know what to say to you other than the fact that we fought this thing and we want to stop it just as much as you. We have fought it too, and it has mimicked our people. Yeah. And it's injured, so it's probably scared and hiding. So why do you think that it would be right here in front of you now? Because when it attacks people, it can it can mimic them. It has taken over people on our staff, and then we have had to burn them. What have you... It. It, yeah. it could have killed all of you and mimicked all of you. What have you been taking as precautions to make sure that none of your own people in, in your group that's together right now have been taken over? Right now, we're not 100% sure that any of us are not things. He says, um, my name is Mac, and this is Childs and Palmer and Windows and Nalls and Gary. Why don't, why don't we all stick together and sweep the entire base? See okay. if we can find this thing and burn it. Yep. If any of us has any surprises for each other, we'll find out pretty soon. That's true. I agree. I like to burn things. So I kind of like look back at the others and. No, don't go! Don't give us away! Don't give you. <laughs> what the hell are you gonna do? Matisse. I was just pondering. Any comes in your mind and says you should probably let them know we're here before we yeah, pop up. So I, I turn to him and say, you know, um, so I don't want to alarm you further, but we have two others in our party who are among us. They were staying in hiding because they wanted to be ready to protect us. Four. So I said two others. Oh, four, four others. Yeah, four others. I guess I'm putting constructs. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah. Don't forget Strax's so, teeth. Yeah. He, he, he says he says so, with some slight irritation. We'll yeah. get him out here. Yep. So I say, all right, guys, come on, say hi. Matisse asks. I kind of. I say, okay, go ahead, Matisse. Uh, does he happen to know if um, the people who are, as he says. Uh, infected, do they act differently at all? Do you notice any peculiar behaviors that might indicate that they're not the same? There's no indication whatsoever. I see you're carrying things that look like they have fire. Did you already explain to us, Strax, what those things are? uh, Probably not. Okay. Um, but But easy enough to easy enough to do. So, but first things first. All right. Yeah. Since you already let the cat out, since you already let, yeah, since you already let the cat yeah. out of the bag, um, <laughs> I'll go ahead and uh, uh, send out uh, the two droids, uh, and <laughs> yeah, and um, and go ahead and stand up myself. But I'm not gonna put the pistol away. I won't be pointing it right at them. <laughs> but I'm not going to put it away. Just kind of keep, yeah, I mean, that's, that's protective. They, they have their weapons. Everybody in the group, you know, yeah. I, I mean, they have the two uh, devices. Um, yeah. The other people just have, like, basically makeshift weapons. They don't look like they really even know how to fight. Yeah. Have you ever seen this, whatever it is, mimic anything mechanical? Exactly uh, uh, Max says to you, uh, I don't believe that it is that it can mimic anything that is uh, artificial. Good. SDO1, you take point. 
So we've got, yeah. So I'll basically do quick introductions Damn. for everybody and I'll say, you know, did, have you guys learned anything about, you know, particular elements or things that this thing reacts more to than others? Like I see fire on some of these things you're carrying. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't like being hurt and fire fire burns things. So okay. we've been using that to try to um, burn up the bodies that were infected because we're not mm-hmm. sure what else to do. Okay. All right. And so he, he, uh, he kind of motions and he says, come on, follow me. Okay. All right. Oh, did Sarah pop off line? I think Sarah popped off. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, oh. I, I'm still here. Sorry. He's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so, so let's charge on. Do you want to say something? I see. Uh, so basically, so I was just going to suggest that, yeah, that we uh, go ahead and send SDO1 up in front. And yeah, I guess yeah. I'll take I'm up trying. the rear where I can still see where I can still see what's going yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably still. Tracks would want to take. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably still try to stay closer to point because I've got the high perception. Um, so de- depending on de- if it seems like these guys aren't comfortable having all of this up in front I, I mean they well um, Mac takes a position up front and Childs with his device takes a position in the back okay and then essentially um, like like two of the guys go back with Childs and two of the guys go up there with Mac okay. so so they basically they're, they're so they have they've split their group into two groups and they're on either end with, okay. with one person in each group having the device. Okay. So is there room for me to be up in the front with If you want to be next SD to Mac, or would fine. I be? I'll be next to Mac. Yeah, sure. I mean, it can be it can be the steel defender, and then you and Mac okay. up front is fine. Okay. And, and I'll Strax. be somewhere in the middle. That's yeah. fine. Strax, yeah. if you want to be back there with Childs in his yeah, device, that's that, that that's fine. Okay. Um, okay. So, that's a pretty interesting device you got there. It actually it actually projects flame, right? That's correct. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'd, I'd be interested to know how to build one of those. <laughs> he, <got it>. he, <laughs> he, he he kind of like shakes his head a little bit and he's like, "Look all you want." <laughs> well, there's no need to be rude. <laughs> he shoots you another look, but doesn't doesn't say anything. All right, so uh, is the direction we're going still the direction I, I kind of felt the pull down the corridor, right? Uh, yeah, you guys actually you don't get you don't get very far. There's um, uh, as you're as as a group you begin to move your way, you know, through the base, and you know first you check the the adjacent research room that I mentioned yep. that had the door, and then there's a small repair bay um, on the west that you kind of um, see as you go by, and a couple people go in there and kind of check it out. Yeah, and then. Um, there is a large rectangular block uh, of ice on the floor in the next room, which is a very, very large uh, maintenance bay. Okay. And there is a large rectangular block of ice on the floor. It looks like they have heating devices that are pointed at it. And the okay. water from the melting ice is draining into the grating on the floor. And um, you do see that there is a large fin uh, in the ice that matches the vision that Arvine was oh. getting from from Mayhem. Huh. And um, as, okay. as, as you begin to cross the room, you can see that the fin doesn't look like it's made from a creature. It looks like it's made from wood. Okay. All right. So I kind of turn to the others and say that this this is 
This is what my intel told me that I needed to find. This is what I had described to you guys before. What is it? I don't know. I kind of turned to the researchers and say, what is this? This this is the intel that led us to this planet in the first place. What is this intel that you keep talking about? How did you how did you know to come here? I kind of sigh and look at them. It's all you. Well, I don't think they'll believe in metaphysical things. Uh, if I show them metaphysical says, things, I believe in just about anything right now. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I kind of sigh and say, "All right, you're you're one of a special few. Uh, I have intel because I have connections to a deity, and this is the reason why." And I start to show the transformation. Okay. And I stop it because I don't want to waste the abilities of it. But but. Okay. Oh, say, sure. I, I, Transform I have, in front of them when we're hunting a transforming beast. Well, yeah. a glowing, glowing <laughs> angel with wings and a halo, that's not yeah. exactly the same nature as this uh, amorphous blob. <laughs> no, but they, they do seem a little kinda, startled by it, I and they do, they do raise the, the, the flame weapons at you momentarily yeah. until the but transformation the- starts to revert. All right, so I kind of revert the transformation and kind of like make real strong eye contact with them and say, my, my goddess sent us here to help. Uh, we are hired by our ship as trained fighters. We are all trained warriors. <laughs> if we wanted to kill things, you guys probably wouldn't stand a chance. I'm going to be very honest. We are here to help. We want to stop whatever this monster is, and, and I need to figure out what this thing that you're melting out of the ice is because my goddess told me it's very important. Oh. You can make any sort of a, a aggressive action, we can burn you down just as easily. So, oh, sorry. Okay. Did, I say, did I do that out loud? <laughs> I, I understand that, but we're not here to attack you. We're here to figure out what this thing is and to stop that monster that's threatening everybody. Do you know what this is with your divine sense or whatever it is? I don't. All, all I was shown was that I was shown a vision of something that looked like a fish in ice, and my goddess gives me visions of things that are important that she thinks that I need to pursue, so that they're not always very specific. Yeah, can you tell me anything about why, you know, what this is? Why did you guys bring it in to start melting it out in the first place? How did you come by this? After the thing's initial attack, we followed the dog's trail back through the snow and found that object encased in the ice. So we used some of our heavy equipment to bring it back here. We don't know what it is, but I would agree that it might be some kind of a ship. We're throwing it out to see if it might give us some information about the thing. Mm. What if it releases more of them? It, it came from the ship. I don't know why it, it would have been frozen and then other things in it were not frozen. Like, why wouldn't they all have just come here? Right. Why wouldn't they or, all still be frozen in the ice? If it originated there, yeah. I mean, what, was there any sign that something had started to crack out of it before you brought the ice block in, or was it fully intact when you first brought it here? The the, the entire thing was, was buried in the ice. Okay. Uh, is there anything that we could do to help you guys uh, get the ice off of it faster? Obviously, we don't want to damage whatever this is, but the sooner we get answers. Well, we're, we're not using, and, and he makes reference to the devices. He says, um, 
uh, we're not using our, our flamethrowers on it because we don't want to damage whatever is inside if it's some kind of a yeah. magical device or a ship or something. Yeah. Well, they'll probably just have to wait for that. To... Yeah. I'm keeping an eye on the rest of the room while all this is going even, on. Even chipping off the ice would probably damage it, because otherwise I'm guessing you guys would have used other tools to try to crack it open. <laughs> we, we have other tools, but again, we don't know what it is or, or we don't want to damage it. Okay. And Yummy. I don't... I don't get any other sense from Mayahin other than the fact that this is the thing I was looking for. Correct. Do I? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess. Um, so I kind of turn to the rest of them and say, okay, are there other areas of the station you want to explore? Or is this a safe place for us to just kind of hunker down as a group? You know, no, keep a wary I, eye and see. I don't else. think they're going to want to sleep before we. Oh, I don't think we're going to sleep. Uh, we could maybe do a short rest. That would be nice. We're going to check out the yeah. entire base and we want you to go with us. Matisse okay. asked the question um, where do they think the beast or monster came from? Did they notice any other um, frozen uh, items or things that might have been unwittingly? Unleashed somehow. Came in as a dog. We we followed we followed the trail of the dog out, and it didn't lead directly to wherever this object was. It, it was within about a half a mile of it. Yeah. So we're not sure exactly where this thing came from. If there's a connection. If there's a connection. There, you said there's probably. a there's a this object in the middle. You said there's a fin sticking out. Uh, you can you can see through the ice that there is um, a piece of wood that's been shaped and carved to look like a fin. Okay, but it's still it encased. Like, it's still in the ice. Okay, so I can't touch it yet. Correct. Okay. Are we talking like bigger than a person or like the fin? The fin itself or the object? Yeah, the yeah. fin. Uh, the fin. Uh, the fin is probably about five feet on 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 the on the vertical measurements for about five feet. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Okay, oh, so the so the object itself is probably like skiff size. Um, just a little little shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably like you know maybe like you know forty or fifty feet long. The the block of ice. Oh wow. Okay. Hmm. Forty to fifty feet long. That that's pretty substantial. Yeah. Um. What I wouldn't give for spells to manipulate ice and water, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me see if let me see what information I can get out of it. Guys, kind of keep an eye on things for a few minutes. What is it? You, what is it you want to do? Max seems uh, slightly annoyed. What is it you're trying to do? <laughs> uh, well, I I have a uh, bit of a spark of magic, and I can with a, with a bit of focus and stuff like that, I can uh, see if. Uh, there are any objects around that are also being affected by it. it takes me a little time though yeah that that's fine i, I know there's lots yeah. of magic stuff out there i don't deal in that but how long do you need 10 minutes that's fine and i kind yeah. of look at strax and nod and then we, i kind of turn to um matisse and say matisse i wonder if this particular object may have any memories tied to it if it was, in fact, the cause of something good or bad, maybe, maybe would you be willing to try your 
Well, it, your skills at the same time is that he is concentrating. Is, is, is his ability more about a place than an Correct. object? I'm oh, not an object. Okay. All right. Uh, never mind. Correct. Yep. Okay. Okay. For the 10 millionth time, it's a place. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Well, I know, the skiff, I know. A skiff is kind of a place. <laughs> if I could touch it, I could cast yeah. Identify on it, but I can't touch it yet. So I John gets it. Magic is the Thank best you, John, for getting it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, so this is this. Topaz would also like to magic. Ritual cast, detect magic. Okay. Kind of take take a take one of my little spy glasses out. Kind of tinker with it a little bit. Try to get it working against stupid things. Stop, stop it. We're going to eventually get it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So so I over look at ten, it and see what's going on. Well, over those ten minutes, the, the the researchers, you know, you think they've been through a lot. They talked about people dying and things like that. They're all very sort of agitated and annoyed, and, and they're very much on guard. They don't really seem to relax over the course of that 10 minutes. And, you know, they, they obviously still don't know you guys very well. They, You think that they probably are somewhat suspicious that you could all be the thing. So, you know... Did Jamie attempt to, like, uh, persuade them that we're okay, or to, to call, be calmer? You've tried to persuade the group to be calmer? The, the researchers, like, try to, like, ease their minds, or... I think uh, she's trying to be like be try to how, how so? be a little bit more persuasive that we're actually who we think we are. <laughs> Can Jane trying to like identify with them, like talk about stories about how we've lost people, like uh, um, I have a thing. Janie can um talk to people's minds, right? So I'm not she... born in their minds right now. No, I'm just saying <laughs> would she <laughs> have the idea or the capacity to see who might actually be this alien intelligence thing. You know what I mean? No. no, it has nothing to do with that. I can't read minds. I can only talk uh, to people technically. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you could talk to them in their head, they might react differently. If You know what I mean? If it's an alien intelligence, it might not react the same way surprise or something you know what i mean I'm, i know i'm reaching but it might not be a bad no I, I mean it's not a bad idea because i think that the researchers they might be surprised but they would ultimately probably reply to her mm-hmm. whereas i don't know if the, uh, clearly the, the alien intel thing can if it mimics things and looks like people it can mimic external speech the question is can it mimic telepathically or can it min- mimic memories or anything like to that assuming extent? It, assuming it well, even has yeah. any kind of intelligence in the first place. Well, well obviously it has to. Never mind. Scratch that. For mimicking people, it has to have some. All right. Yeah. It's worth so, a try. Um, to, to Janie's, to what you were saying, Sarah, she, you know, she can try to talk to them and, and tell them all those things that you mentioned. And... You know, they, they they listen, but you get the sense that, that they've been so much that, you know, there's nothing you can say that can convince them that you are not a mimic because there's no way you can prove it otherwise any more yeah. than they can prove that the other people in their own group are not the right. thing. You know, I mean, they're suspicious, not just not just of your group, but everybody yeah. in their group. They're all, they're all giving each other the side eye sometimes and things, and they're all watching everybody, yeah. you and the rest of their own group very closely so you basically yeah. don't get the kind of response that you're hoping from them okay well, well go ahead sir 
Can I attempt a medicine check to try to see if they seem normal to me? Um, do you want to conduct this by like trying to actually have physical contact, or are you trying to do it just like visually? You're pretty sure if you walk out them, should I touch them that they're not going to be about that? <laughs> um. But you tell me what you I'd want to try. I touch. I could try to persuade them to let me touch them, and then do a medicine check. Uh, all right. T- tell me then. Describe to me what you do. Um. So. I'm gonna walk up to Mac first and say, um, <clears throat> "Sir, I know you don't know me." But I'm very skilled in understanding medicine, and I would love to try and see if I can see a difference between any of you than what normal humans typically look like to me. And how would you how would you do that exactly? If you would allow me to take your hand, I'd like to inspect you. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> he kind of looks around at the group and he says, "Nobody touch anybody." Okay. Hmm. I kind of look at him and say, "You know, do you guys have any medical resources of your own? Have you considered trying to develop some kind of test that would check, like, if people have have normal blood, is something abnormal?" If I come up with some kind of a way, then maybe we can try it. Okay. If we do have a medical bay, we can make our way in that direction. Once you're, once he's done doing his magic thing. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So John, the ten minutes goes by, and mm-hmm. um, you get uh, you get a sense that there is magic in the area, and you know, you focus on it, and other other than anything magical that you're already aware of. The, the object in the ice uh, radiates a large field of magic. Uh, do I... Is there any particular school, or is it like like a spelljammer ship type field of magic? Um, well, I mean, you've been around spelljamming ships enough that, that it's easy enough to just say that it, it is a spelljamming type of, of field. Okay. Hmm. But, nothing, but nothing beyond that. It just seems like a regular... Spell generation. Yeah, spell yeah. I mean, you get the same sort of a sort yeah. of a magical um, essence off of it that you would get if you were to do that around the Star Runner or any other spell generation. Right. So, well, I can definitely say that this is a uh, that this is a a. Uh, do they actually call them spell jamming ships in universe? Correct. Okay. Uh, this is definitely a spell jamming ship. Uh, I've seen, I've certainly seen these kinds of auras before. Uh, beyond that, I don't see that it has anything special about it. Whether this has anything to do with our uh, interesting creature, uh, I don't, uh, I can't see anything from here. I don't see how he could have. I mean, it's the only thing I can figure is that if this was his ship, he had abandoned the ship long ago. So, unlikely to be any other creatures on it. But if it was his ship, yeah, maybe yeah. we'd get some information on where the ship came from once we once we uh, 
can see some markings on it. Max says, um, yeah, I I agree. If it was the creature's ship, why isn't it frozen inside of there with it? Right. How much longer do you think it might take to thaw? Uh, probably another 24 hours. Oh, jeez. That's a long 24 hours if we can't That's find this thing. a long time to, yeah. He's, he, he, Mac, Mac looks at you and he's like, are you done? Yeah, I'm not getting anything more on yeah. this for the moment. Yeah. Wait, I kind of look at them real... Sorry, go ahead, Matisse. I was going to say, you said that the uh, creature is afraid of heat, correct? It's it's no more... I mean, it burns when you when you put fire on it. I mean, everything burns they're, when you put fire on it. They're, they're using the weapons they got what, at hand. What if you turn the heat up in here so it gets really hot? Then Do you think be really that, hot and uncomfortable. Well, yes, but then maybe this creature would be more likely to uh, do what he needs to do. I I, I get what you're trying to say, Matisse, but he doesn't really have any special effect on this creature. They're just using the weapons they have at hand, which happens to be flamethrowers. Yeah. Or at least we we don't know. We don't know enough Mm -hmm. about things nature to know if there's anything that it's Well, my bonfire didn't air it any more than usual. Yeah. Anything else. Max says, these are the only weapons that we have. We have yeah. fire, so we use fire. Okay. Kind of look at them and say, how long was the group of six of you together prior to us encountering you in the in the cargo bay? About 20 minutes. 20 minutes. So is that within the time frame that we were still fighting the creature? Um, Cutting it close. Maybe you're not not I mean, sure. I mean, okay. you you think approximately around there. So it's likely that we were still fighting the creature when that group of six people claim that they were together, but we can't be sure. Okay. All right. I don't say anything about it if I'm not certain about that. So. No, no, you're not. You're yeah. Not certain. Okay. All right. I think these gentlemen are pretty eager to continue our search, and we can talk along the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're not getting anything just hanging out here. Yeah. Let's go. All right, so back to our marching order. Okay. All right. SDO one. Take you, one. You uh, continue along, and uh, you continue going through the base. Um, you check some uh, research labs, a conference room, some living quarters, and you, you know you're sort of on your way toward the um, the medical lab. You know, as as uh, Arvine had suggested, um, and you come to. Uh, a three-way intersection, um, and and as you as you come into this three-way intersection, the ceiling bursts open, and this and the thing lands in the middle of the group, and it is changed shape into something that has huge wings and claws as part of its grotesque form. Although you can still see elements of dog in there, um, as well as some elements of of, of human in there as well. Um, it uses its wings and it throws members of the party. And research and the researchers in all directions, separating you into three groups. I think we found passages. it. And there's basically uh, Mac and Windows and Palmer are in one passage. Childs, Nalls, and Gary is in are in another passage, and the party is in another passage. And you all manage to get to your feet and prepare yourselves for battle as it lets out this uh, shrieking howl. So I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw, and then we will roll initiative after we resolve the saving. Oh boy! Okay, lots of wisdom, um, including the constructs. Including the constructs, yep. Okay. Um, just so that you know, I have advantage on wisdom saving throws. Awesome. Then roll with advantage. 
Very nice. Okay, so since you got in the way, so for me, yes, twenty-two. For SDL one, not bad. And GH eighty-eight. Yeah. Alrighty. So, 22. Um, Arvine, you pass. Oh, no. And, Strax. Um, Strax got a five. Five. Strax got five. Oh, did you already uh, burn your inspiration? Actually, oh, no, yeah. Good point. I did not burn my inspiration, so I will do so. Before you tell me pass or fail. Okay. Not that that's much. Enough. Ooh, better. Uh, but probably still not good enough. 12. Okay. Uh, the Steel Defender, what's his Wisdom Modifier? Zero. So he got six. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. No, the Steel Defender got 17. Um, okay. I get the wrong one. Too many dice. <laughs> and GH, also zero, got three. Okay, so so you and um, the GH88 failed. Yeah, Okay. And uh, Arvine, you passed. Uh, Matisse, you failed. Oh, I didn't get it yet. Oh, you didn't give it to me yet? Nope. 24. Oh, 24, sorry. Yeah, Matisse. Um, you succeeded. Um, sorry, Janie, what did you get? 22. 22. Nice. You succeeded, okay. So, um, so Strax and uh, GH88 were the ones that failed out of the party, correct? Seems like it. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Lucky me. Um, so... GHAD and Strax, you are um, you are frightened for one minute. Uh, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns, uh, and you know, and you can end it on a successful save. Um, right. Okay. So, so you see uh, that. Um, where are we? So, um, so Nalls and Gary and uh, uh, Palmer and uh, uh, Windows they, they they all they all fail and, and and go off running down the passageways and but you oh, see yeah. that um, you see that Childs and Mac um, both are standing there and 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 they seem to be um, working the controls on on their devices and they seem to not not be frightened. But, but the two people that they each had in their individual groups have run down the hallways. Okay. Um, so now we will roll some uh, initiative. Initiative. I will roll for my guys. Uh, I'm going to put them on the same initiative. Oh. I'll take them. Okay. Jake. So, uh, what was that, Jake? Jake? No. Stick. Stick. Oh. Uh, Stick. Right. Initiative for Strax. Eight. Eight. And RV? Uh, 17. 17. And Matisse? 12. 12. Jane. 14. 
14. This one's fired tonight. The big, the big green dice is failing you. Yep. Sorry, Greg. Okay, so the initiative order is Arvine, Janie, Matisse, Thing, uh, Strax, Mac, and Childs. Okay. So, did that? Okay, did that? Just double checking here before we start. Oh, Where's man, I should have used my friendly. saving face. That would have been the perfect time to use it. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, all right. So, we'll start at the top of the round with uh, Arvine, our Asimar fighter. Okay. So, essentially, okay. you are you are still in a 10-foot wide passage. Uh, okay. You can move up onto the creature, but essentially, it is in the center of, of, um, of three passages. Okay. And as it comes to the ceiling... There is basically a lot of um, debris. There's lots of rock and ice and um, bits of metal and things like that, making okay. it um, difficult to move around it within this within this passage. Okay. That, that, right. that, that's not precluding you from using tumbling if you want to, but okay. uh, I'm saying that it would be um, a difficult terrain if you try to if you make the the check successfully. It would be difficult terrain to move to move through it at all. Okay. Uh, how tall is the passage? It's, it's only 10 feet. It's a 10-foot square passage. So the thing is all the way up to the ceiling because it's Correct. a 10-foot tall creature. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. it, it, it's in a 10-foot square and you're a 10-foot okay. square passage. It's okay. taking up all the Yeah, taking up all, all the right. room, plus a lot of debris all around it. Okay, so are the other guys in the other passage adjacent to it? Um, they are not adjacent to it, and they are not standing... Well, right now they're not adjacent to it, and they don't look like they're moving closer. They look like they are training these weapons toward it. Okay. Like like pointing toward it, not okay. moving toward it. Ho- hopefully not trying it. to burn us too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this point, they probably don't care. Uh, <laughs> it said hopefully. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see here. Uh, I think I am going to stay on this side of the creature for now. Um, move up with my wakazashis. Um, wakazashis. I am going to do a bonus action to give myself advantage on attack rolls until the end of the current turn. It also gives me five temporary hit points. So do five. So I will take a swing, a single swing, because uh, I can't do offhand with a wakazashi. All right, that's going to hit for AC 24. Whoopies! <laughs> it's going to hit for AC 24. Uh, that, that does it. And it is going to hit for nine. Nine? Nine! Nine! nine. No! Uh, yeah. Slash through one of its wings. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to stay there because I don't want to provoke. Okay. Uh, then we move did it to... Did you Raven? What's that? What? Oh, did I it absorb a Raven? raven. Yeah. 
I'm kind of wondering what I, I kind of like look at the guys like around the corner who are still there and be like, what the heck did that thing absorb now? What did you have in here? And then I just kind of position defensively. <laughs> it's the Raven Queen. <laughs> it absorbed the Raven Queen. Oh, She's <laughs> You're not in Barovia anymore. Are they like feathered wings that it has or like dragony wings? Uh, they, they, they look like bat type wings. Oh. Ice bat. Okay, so Janie, <laughs> Janie, our Clash Jar Sorcerer. Light it up. <laughs> um, is everybody more than a 15 foot cone away from me? Um, right um, now, you guys are all kind of thrown and you're all picking yourself up. So I'm going to say that right now, your group is like 15 feet away from it. So you have enough room to move up and, and blast it and move back without actually being in melee with it. Okay. Yep. Then I will be doing that. Okay. This is uh, bringing so I put hands. my hands together like these and second level zap. <laughs> burning hands. Zap is electricity, you know. Second, second level foosh. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right, dexterity saving throw. I uh, got an eighteen. Fucking a. Oh boy, it still takes half my, damage. My, it does not. Oh, it still takes half. Okay. Roll good. Roll good. Roll good. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Eh. Ten. Ten fire. Ten is the half? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, ten is the whole, so it's five. five. Sorry. Oh, gotcha. Still some. But it's five per square it occupies, right? That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so it's constantly... It's, it's constantly... Uh, it's constantly shifting form, moves out of the way of some of the fire there. Five per creature that it absorbed. Oh, and... <laughs> did you wild search? I did not. Okay. Oh, is that, is I just that rolled turn? it. Is that your turn, Janie? No, that is my turn. Okay, uh, Matisse. Nice. Uh, it, it's about fifteen feet from you. You're in a ten. You're in a ten foot wide passageway. Um, if you want to, you can move up um, like ten feet and get to, to get up on it. Ten, fifteen feet to get up on it. Yes. All right. So, laser sword attack. Laser sword. Force damage from laser sword. <sighs> Our Diva Power. Diva Paladin hit AC4. Okay, it, sh- it shifts out of the way and you hit the floor with a laser sword. Uh, oh my goodness. Greg, I give I'm up sorry. on trying. <laughs> it's nice and hot. Nice to eat tonight. Oh, so no. now it is the thing. So, uh, what is its reach? Okay. Good. So it's going to take a, a couple of claw attacks at you, Matisse. Okay. But you're big and tanky, so oh, fifteen foot it. reach. Oh, no, he's standing right next to it. Oh, that's right, he moved up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So attack number one. Uh that's a decent roll. Uh AC uh twenty one. Yes, that will hit. Okay. So you are going to take hold on a minute here. I have more dice to roll. Oh boy. Great googly mugly. So this one. Okay. And then these ones. 
That's right. They sound like small dice. Yeah, but they're probably big hits. Okay, so you take um, you take eleven slashing damage from the claw. Eleven. <sighs> eleven. And that hurts. As as it rakes into you, um, th- there's this weird, like almost like you would describe it as like some kind of like a psychic uh, attack that comes along with that damage. It's very it's very strange. It's very alien. It's not like anything you've ever encountered before. And you take um, ten psychic damage. Oh no. Oh, bloody. Dude. Oh, no. That's a harsh hit. That's a lot. He must have rolled high damage. Dang. All right, and that's so uh, our Diva Paladin is at less than half of his hit points in that one hit. Boom. Good grief, DM. Mm-hmm. All right. And then um, the only person next to it, so it's going to attack that. you again. Oh, uh, no. oh, no, wait, sorry. Nope, it only has one attack. It doesn't have multi attack. Thank God. I was gonna say, as hard Jesus. as it's hitting, holy shit! <laughs> Keeps changing form. The, the like other form had multi-attack. This one, this one doesn't. It's got all these different forms. Uh, okay, so then it is uh, Strax or Hobgoblin Artifice. Okay, okay. I'm frightened. Okay, I am going to start by casting Heroism on myself. Okay, does that get rid of the frightened? Um, it says, a willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting spell ability modifier at the start of each nice. of his turns. Nice job. Okay. So that should take care of my frightened condition, it does, but it, it does, uses yeah. up my action. Uh, so, is um, your action point already burned? My action point has not been burned. But I don't think I need to use it. Actually, no, this thing. For one weapon attack with my freaking pistol that doesn't been doing well, shit tonight. Or Halberd, right? Uh, uh, we had his pistol out. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> but he could uh, drop it and draw, <laughs> dro- drop it and draw the halberd with the flourish. But yeah, that's about all. He's Not got just for yet. No, yeah. I'll just use. Yep. I'll go. I'll just use my bonus action to uh, send in the one to get it to get in but there. Does he go in and, and, and do his force bite? He force will. Run? Okay. Yep. On his. Yeah, he will do a force run. Um, on uh, when it's his turn, uh, but and GH88, I will instruct to just, um, just just hold and defend himself okay. until the right <laughs> until the frightened condition goes off uh, goes away. The dodge, uh, but, nice. Yeah, it just it'll just sit and dodge, which is which is his default action. So okay, so to okay. start with the steel defender, he will force empowered rend. Hit AC, yeah, AC eleven. AC eleven. He can't quite get a hold. Okay. Okay. Then I just need to roll for a GH eighty eight save. Which it was wisdom. Doesn't matter. Four is not going to do anything. Oh, still okay. Uh, okay. So then uh, uh, you see a bunch of flames shoot out of the front of um, the device that Mac is wearing. Uh, but that is a crappy roll. The Dang it! Morphs out of the way, and then Childs tries the same thing with the flame. Uh, that's better. He does hit it, and he does some fire damage to it. 
right. and, uh, and and you can all see that they're standing back. Um, they, they they shoot the the flame a good a good like uh, fifteen f- fifteen feet in front of them. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good yeah. thing because otherwise they'd probably hit us. <laughs> so uh, then we're back up to the top. Uh, probably also don't two. want to be touched by it. And um, Arvine, or as my fighter, you are up. Okay. Um, Lost your headset, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, it's really <laughs> top of me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question. If I were to tumble into the third passage, would I be able to get flanking without being in the way of the flamethrowers? Or would I not be? I, it's hard to envision how this is actually set up. Is it? Are they doing? Is it a conal attack essentially? Is is this a T intersection? Are they on the T of the um, T? You know, it's you. You think that they wouldn't be able to use their flamethrowers? Okay, then I am not going to do that. All right, so without burning you, <laughs> right? That that bad. Okay. Uh, so let's see here. Just want to take a look at what I've got that I can do. Trying to think if there's anything I can do. Uh, you can stick your lasers right up, up its many buttons. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right. Well, I am. That's how many butts it has. <laughs> it probably doesn't even know how many butts it has. I am going to swing with some wakazashi. You might see some, some penises moving through there. Who knows? Ew! Some boobies. Mm. You. Yeah. All right, Sarah. <laughs> I like Sarah's All right. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> All right, Ace. Ace, it's Jesus. AC, 24 to Poor hit. Uh, that will hit. <laughs> Why do you keep moving uh, the screen when you roll? Because the dice keep bouncing back behind my laptop, and oh, I need to see okay. where. Because I'm kind of rolling them off That's the paper what a bag. That's the dice the... for. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, AC twenty four. <laughs> AC twenty four to hit for nine. Nine. Slashing. Okay. So she's gonna whirl around with the second Wakazashi, and try to do it again. All right, second attack. She's whirling. She's a whirling dervish. I don't think that's going to do it unless AC-10 will hit. Dervish. Uh, <laughs> AC-10, you, you, you try to slash it with the wakazashi, and there's a moment when like this this mouth comes out and bites onto it and stops it, and then it lets okay. go, and the mouth goes away. Okay. Mm. All Fun. right. So, yeah, I think that that is going to be it for this okay. turn. So, Janie, our Kalashtar Sorcerer, you are up. Yay! Big boom Sorry. boom. <laughs> big boom boom. Um, missiles. <laughs> Something big. And flamey. Or flames. I'll, I'll wild go now. fireball. <laughs> surge ball. <laughs> wild wildfire. Ball. You're a ball. <laughs> I'd go down for the count for that. <laughs> oh. Whoa. I was going to say. Whoa. Well... Hmm. Well, that's not very much damage. Uh, what the hell? Let's go second level magic missile. Second level magic missile. So glowing darts. (laughs) So it it starts at three darts, and do you get one extra per level? 
One I do. So it is four darts. <laughs> Drop the dice. Drop the dice. Flying darts. Cal trap down. Cal trap down. Where did it go? Don't step on it. <laughs> D4 no suck to step friends. on. Don't roll on it. Don't, step. On. Don't stuff to poop Don't on. Don't sit on it. Oh, no. Nope. I have no Don't idea where it went. Take one D4 damage. Get out another one. <laughs> For me to poop on. It's a good thing I have so many dice I can't control them all. One more cal drop. That is not high contrast dice. All right. So four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Four Nine. is thirteen. Did it make its con? Its death saving. No safer. Oh, there's no save. <laughs> it just takes. It just death takes saving. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Nine. Nine plus four is thirteen. Thirteen. Ooh, nice. <laughs> okay, the magical missiles come flying out. They swerve all around, and each one hits unerringly. Bam! 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 bam. Does the thing look drastically healed from the last time we? fought it too it it looks just uh, like a weird amalgamation of stuff <laughs> okay so it doesn't look like it's bloody anymore okay uh, <laughs> you think you might see a wound here or there but it's hard to make that out yeah uh, amidst uh, all the other weird stuff that's all going the other weird shit. very fluid yeah. tentacle monster <laughs> yeah. um did you uh, wild search Jenny? uh oh I didn't roll hold on I did not yeah. okay no I'm wild surge. I'm almost hoping for it at this point. We could use something. <laughs> something <fun>. erratic, yes. <laughs> don't, don't wish for things that you're not sure you want. <laughs> and with that, that is my turn. I'm going under my desk. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matisse. You're standing right next to it. With the, Come okay. on, Matisse. Laser sword and Here we go. another attack. Uh, how hurt are you? Uh, quite oh. hurt. You can tell them what your hit points are, Greg. Uh, 10 out of 33. 10 out of 33. So you could lay on hands yourself, but you are right there. So attacking and letting something else heal you, potentially. Yes. Yeah, I could. Uh, I'm hoping for a good hit. The, the initiative on. is Matisse, the thing, and then Strax. All right. So it's going to be 16 to hit. 16. Uh, you do connect with one of its yeah, Matisse. parts. Four parts. You want to put smites into it, or are you out of low on spell slots? Uh, I have one left, so I'm going to use that last one. Okay, so another to 2d8. smite it. All right, so. All right, come on, d8s. Uh, and another four. <laughs> another four. Okay, as you strike her with the laser sword, uh, Divine Energy of Mayheen flashes out. And uh, then it is the thing's turn, and uh, let's see. So uh, nobody is frightened. Uh, GH88's frightened. Okay, yeah, but he's not within within he's range. Not in melee range. Okay. Gonna... Uh, so I'm gonna try this recharge thing. Ooh. No recharge. Yes. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay. And. Um, Let's see. I'm just gonna high low for the people that are in melee because it's got uh, RV and you're up in base with it, and Matisse's base in, in base with it. And SD was. I'm confused now. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Did was um, uh, the the steel defender wasn't based with it, and Matisse wasn't based with it. Yes. Okay, so then yeah, SDO one ran up to attack. So. Okay, all right. So then Arvine is stepping in and attacking and stepping back. But if you do that, yeah, I wasn't stepping back. Okay, but you can't be up there because. Well, I was the first one up there, so the oh. real answer is whether SD should really still be up there. Okay, well, SD didn't do anything, so SD is not up there. Because you, okay. okay. you and Matisse are... So SD are, are cannot there. impose disadvantage on this attack. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so it is Matisse and, and Arvine, and I'm just going to um, high-low it. So Greg is low and Kate is high. So Greg is low, so it's going to attack Greg. Oh, no. Yay. Uh, let's sit here. No just a regular attack. That is AC 23. Uh, that will hit. Okay. It seems like I'm going down. <laughs> uh, I did roll a lot of ones. Um, uh, you take 18 damage total between oh, slashing down. and psychic. Down. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, Time for adrenaline shots. <laughs> the adrenaline shot down. doesn't recover. Doesn't recover uh, points. What? Correct. Uh, no, 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 it does. No, it, it heals some. Does it? It does a yeah. quarter it does a quarter of the person's maximum hit points rounded down. Oh, okay. Sorry. And a massive amount points. Massive temporary hit points, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, okay, so it, it can recover somebody from being from down. It can. Okay. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's what I was planning to give him anyway, but I just. I will move up and I will hit Matisse with a shot of adrenaline. Okay. So, just to reiterate, uh, let's see. Uh, so, for 10 minutes, you feel no pain, three internal fear of euphoria, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I take a level of exhaustion. Yeah, like you do take a level of exhaustion. Um, let's see. You regain uh, hip, an amount of hit points equal to one quarter of your maximum hit points rounded down. So, so thirty-three max? is max. So 16, so that's it would eight. be eight, eight hit points. Yep. Yay, base two math. Um, yeah. Let's see. And let's see. And an amount of temporary hit points equal to your Constitution score. Uh, my con score is fifteen. So you get 15 temporary hit points. That's awesome. Yep. And you have advantage Good on your shit. next attack roll. All right. Before the end of your next turn. Okay. So apply changes and temporary. You can make his neck, push the button. Some of the green liquid goes into goes into her and she becomes <laughs> conscious and is, and is very high. <laughs> Wakes up with a gas. <laughs> <laughs> Blue uh, Evil is on deck. Okay, and let's see. So Ooh, I didn't have to, I didn't have to go into five foot range to do that because so Correct. I can back out. Yep. Um, since you did you didn't move out of the way for the Steel Defender to get in there, did you? Should I? I mean, no, Arvin. Arvin. No, I did not. Okay, she she would have provoked from that. I would have to provoke. Okay. Then the Steel Defender will just do the best it can by lunging in and making an attack. Where is that? Okay. Okay. 
this particular form. Oh wait, of, uh, no, of he, no, he would lunge in and have to back out and take a correct. Uh, so he can't do that. I mean, he, he could can. try. He could he try could. to tumble through to get to another location. He where might be more. I don't know how the same reason that you fire, didn't. Where there's fire, honey. Okay, because yes. it would block the other guys. Never mind. It's the yes. same thing that happened for you. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. Steel Defender can't take those kinds of hits, so he's basically out of the fight until he can get up in melee. Uh, so, so he dodges. So he takes. So he takes the dodge action. Uh, let me roll for GH to save. Steely Dan. Ten. Ten. Still friend. Still friend. Ten. Ten okay. does not win. All right. That's turn. Okay. And then Mac is going to use his flamethrower. Uh, that's better. He does burn it with some fire. Burn an eight. And then Childs is going to go. Uh, he also hits. Nice. Good job. Not a ton of damage, but still it's something. Keep um, hitting that bitch. So then it's up to top of the initiative order with Arvine SMR Fighter. Okay. All right. Uh, chop, chop, chop. I think we're going to do some Wakazashi stuff again. Wakazashi. Uh, Wakazashi. Wakazashi. You do. <laughs> All right. Uh, spectacular. All right. So AC 13 to hit. It morphs out of the way of the blade. Okay. So swing back with the offhand one. Offhand. Ugh, AC worse. Ooh, AC that's worse. not good. Moves out of the way and hit the wall. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that that is it for me. Matisse, do you have the power? Uh, all right. So let's go for some more hittings. Okay. Remember, you have advantage on your first roll. Okay. Yes, all you right. do. I'm you're high make- on adrenaline. I'm going to try to take advantage of that advantage. All right. We'll go with that. That's going to be 21 to hit. That will hit. Nice. And 13 damage. 13 damage. We are not supporting the use of illegal uh, performance enhancing drugs. Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, So so you you anticipate one of the... uh, one of the areas that we're trying to shift and you and you smash yeah. in one of its weird mouths with your like, yeah. wait uh, what did Janie do did I completely space her turn um I haven't taken a turn yet oh or, Janie is after me in the initiative order yeah oh, I keep screwing up the initiative go ahead Janie sorry <laughs> but my turn was a good turn though that was, was a, a good, good turn, turn. getting anxious <laughs> I was. You gonna make him redo his turn, or are you just gonna come to me now? No, I'm just. I'm just gonna keep it the way it is. <laughs> just gonna let you go. Okay. <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> uh, magic missile, first level. Running out of spell slots, guys. Oh, uh, I ran out of spell slots. I don't have any more. Yeah. All right. Uh, you you do think it's bloody, Matisse? <laughs> after your time. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> We need to try to kill Seven this thing. Plus three. That'll be ten fire damage. Ten fire. Or force, isn't it? Oh, force, force. sorry. 
Force but it's damage. a missile. Right. It should be fire. <laughs> Missiles come out. Do, 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 do. All right, so. And. And wild surge. I do not wild surge. Wow. <laughs> Seven on the dice. So we did Arvine, Janie, Matisse, and the thing. <laughs> Team. <laughs> it's time uh, for Team. No, okay. All right, so it um, it uh, it doesn't seem to have a lot of like tentacles in this form, but in this particular at this particular point during the fight, it does grow these um, like like some some tentacles shoot out, and it also grows like these weird like sort of pseudopods, which are these just like these big thick sections. And it, it starts like flailing all around the place and smashing all over everything, and uh, the the tentacles shoot up into the ceiling where it came from and the pseudopods are kind of smashing everything around it and uh, it basically retreats back up into the ceiling so uh, Matisse and Janie each get an opportunity attack. And, and Arvine you mean? Uh, sorry, Arvine and Matisse Okay. Use my words properly. Alright AC uh, 21 to hit uh, That hits. Okay. That'll hit for 10 slashing AC damage. AC 23 for 8 Okay. 10 and 8 damage. So it, it's morphing and moving around, but you do manage to connect with your hits as it's going. And um, it goes up into the ceiling, and then like like the walls all around and are crashing, and there's ice coming down. So basically, um, the entire intersection gets completely um, buried in debris. So all, all three of the passengers are now cut off. Oh, no. And uh, the fight is over, but you guys are cut off from the other, from the other passageways. That is the end of part two of our adventure. Stay tuned for part three. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay, and adventuring podcast, and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated. 